Welcome to Curtain Jerks here on the Comedy Podcast Network. I'm Mark Borzeka. I'm Steve Sears. I'm breaking out. I'm Scott Narver. And we're all comedians living in Los Angeles. And we are also professional wrestling fans. And we have a action-packed, jam-packed show today. Oh, so much jam. Oh, man. And so much pack. <laughs> <laughs> and great to be back. And we've got some... Well, we've had some cool personal wrestling experiences uh, over this past week, guys. That we'll be talking about. You're later. glowing today, Mark. You are. We went to we went to the Raw House show here in L.A. at Staples Center. Mm-hmm. You guys did an improv show with John Morrison. Yes, we did. Yes, yes. so yes, we'll be we talking did. about all that a little bit. But big wrestling news is that the match is official now: Triple H versus the Undertaker. Uh, at WrestleMania. They're doing it. <laughs> if this was like the 1920s, that's how the news would have come in. Yep, yep. 1920s podcast. <laughs> <laughs> the um, the match, this is going to be the third time they faced each other at WrestleMania. The oh, third. boy. Yeah. yeah. A threefer. So I think they knew, I think they understood that if they're going to have a, a, this match for the third time at WrestleMania, they're really going to have to Kind of take it up a notch. Oh yeah, it's, you know? they have to. You have to. They don't have a choice. You have to stake raise it. Yeah, and you know, I know we usually don't do this type of thing, and it might be illegal even. But sure, I want to play a little clip from Raw from the promo not, that Undertaker and Triple H did, and not from this Monday that just happened because we record a little late in the week. So it's this. Uh, what was the it? last it's week? It's the one where the we match last... was made. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Where Taker and Triple H are in the ring. It was so epic. Like, it was such an epic feel with these two going uh, talking to each other in the ring. And the well, crowd was so It was excited. so epic that the lights went up for when Triple H walked out, and then they went back down for... Back down to mood lighting. Yeah, yeah, yeah back to the mood. Yeah. But we should play that clip. Like, yeah. That clip was so good. And I know if you, if you heard it, maybe you didn't get a chance to hear it. Not everybody has cable. You know, mm-hmm. not right. everybody has access. I mean, to we it. might get sued by WWE for doing this. Uh, but they Season have a, they have a quality audio, and that we need we need okay. that so we right. we can we've share with a, people. We've done a lot of stuff that we might get sued by the WWE for <laughs> slander. <laughs> being... All right, well let's uh, let's play the clip. Sure. Dead man, we're gonna have to go all the way this time. I agree, yes, Hunter. Sir. All the way. Do you mean it? Yes. All the way. All the way. Two men facing each other face to face. For the last time, Hunter, this time you'll face away from me. No. And I'll f- I'll look at the back of your head while my evil is on, t- on top of you. And while I'm taking your evil deep inside of me, <laughs> I will know that it truly will be hell in, in a, a cell, cell inside of me. I will... Put you into that turnbuckle and climb on top of you with all the power of the underworld. We're I... the only two left who can take it. Who can take the heat. Nobody can take it from me like you can, Hunter. That's right. John Michaels could, but I broke him and he's home now. John Michaels wish he could take you the way that I can take you. If I had one more match, I would try to take you and Shawn Michaels at the same time. Some sort of three-way? Yeah. Uh, some sort of three-way yeah. match triple where we're veining each other up? In, uh, on top of all of you in hell. Wow, that wow. was the clip. It's so good. Yeah, it's I mean, intense. It's, you so hear good. it that first time, and you're like, God, such an intense pinnacle of promos. <laughs> yeah. And then when you hear that second time, just the audio, it's like, this is intense, guys. Which, yeah, yeah. which guy's going to pin the other guy for good? Yeah. <laughs> well, speaking of intensity, we went to the WWE <laughs> Raw House Show at the Los Angeles Staples Center mm-hmm. not long ago. I and, couldn't make uh, it. Uh, Scott and Steve and I went, and we had a great time. We found the best fucking parking space 
in the world. That's true. Scott, right. Eagle Eye Scott. Eagle Eye Scott. I was on fire all night. No, Tickets. he was. I had to work. Spot. Yeah. I had to work. I couldn't make it. <laughs> we had great seats. We were in the sixth row. Mm-hmm. And, um, on the floor. Very exciting. Yep. I was coaching an improv team. <laughs> Surrounded by children, so it made it very difficult to swear and uh, yell no, obscenities at the be, wrestlers. Be, uh, Scott sort of set it up where it's like, yeah, at a house show, you can yell way more crazy stuff because it's not on TV. Nobody's going to get in your face about it. Surrounded by children. Surrounded by <laughs> Surrounded kids. Surrounded by kids. It was the first house show I'd been to in a very, very long time. I've been to pay-per-views and TV tapings, but first house show in a long time. And I loved it. I thought it was great. I thought they did a, they've done a really good job sort of updating the house shows from what they used to be like where it actually kind of feels like you're at an episode of raw even though you're not at an episode of raw i think there are many families that were fooled thinking like oh we're on tv this is the show we're at raw do they have fake camera guys pointing the, <laughs> go pointing cardboard boxes at the audience well, the and I getting was, knocked over by Chris Jericho? <laughs> <laughs> the thing I was wondering about is at a house show, how is anybody in the back supposed to see what's going on? Well, usually there's a house camera. I, didn't, used see to, I didn't either. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. They probably just don't give a fuck. No, it's a house show. In the old days, I used to go to the house shows at Notre Dame. They used to come to Notre Dame all the time. You went to Notre Dame? uh, I lived by Notre Dame. And they they had the house shows there. And I just remember them being like, you know, yeah, they'd be some cool guys there. But most of the times, they'd be squash matches. And their lights are out, except for like a... Yeah, ninety watt bulb that's right over the right. ring type of a thing. Awesome. It but now, so cool. now it looks great. They have a new set. They had video screens. But there's something cool about the only thing in the entire arena being lit is being the ring. Like when it's on mm-hmm. TV, they have to light the entire crowd oh, so yeah. you can see all those people in red you know? for Raw and blue on SmackDown. Exactly, exactly. Uh, well, I remember all the house shows I used to go to at Harvard. You lived in Harvard? Oh, you lived in Harvard? Uh, no, I lived near Harvard. Oh. Okay. Uh, that reminds me, guys, I, all the house shows I used to go to at Yale. Oh, oh really? Oh. Yeah. Oh, you went to, you went to you were Yale State? No, no, I, I used to live by Yale. <laughs> <laughs> Where did you used to go, Sam Scott? Uh, I used to go see all you the house be shows than at Dame. University of Phoenix Online. Hey, hey. hey. you lived yeah. in University of Phoenix Online? I uh, had a friend that actually went, and so oh. I looked over his shoulder. Okay. Well, let me run down the card and we'll share our memories of it. Okay. Uh, Brodus Clay beat David Otunga in the opener. The Funkasaurus is back. Yeah, the, that was that was exciting that they announced Funkasaurus is going to show up and then there was some audio problems and then he eventually showed up with one dancing girl. At the house show, you only get one dancing girl. <laughs> they are cutting his budget. <laughs> but then the crowd went, first of all, I said the crowd was hot all night. The crowd was really into the whole show, but they went crazy for Brodus and Otunga. They, they, crazy, they went crazy for everybody. Yeah. He's got good heat now, Otunga. That's good. Yeah. yeah, it yeah was, people were I felt upset like, by his presence, which I, was like I'm the good vibe. I'm upset with someone wearing bow ties with a shirt with epaulets. That's just, that doesn't work for me. <laughs> I'm <laughs> sorry. I wanted to dress up for the show. Steve. Yeah, I had a big, I had a big, I had a big, I had a big, 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 <laughs> I can't even say, I'm just, I had a real big, big, big problem with that. No. <laughs> David Otunga actually did go to Harvard. Yeah, yeah. I was Ooh. just going to ask you, did, do you remember seeing him when you were at Harvard? <laughs> when I was at that I don't remember seeing him, but he might have been there. You're too busy He's playing probably... your hacky sack, I imagine. Uh, then the second match, Ryback squashed Alex Riley. Ryback is formerly known as Skip Sheffield. What's oh, the gimmick right. now? Because I saw that you wrote that. Black but... trunks? Nothing but, really. But not the uh, no, hillbilly. No, he's a Terminator. If you listen to his music, he's it sounds just like Terminator 2. He just looks more Russian now because he's added like 20 more pounds of muscle on him. For some reason, he looks Naturally, more Russian Naturally, of me. course. 
<laughs> yeah. A big, angry Russian baby. <laughs> then Eve came out, and she cut a promo. She just came in the ring and got on the mic and cut a promo. That was all she did that night. She's pretty. It, it was surprisingly a great promo. It was it was a really good heel promo, and the cr- crowd went crazy. They were she got a ton of heat. Well, you're reminded when you go to a house show that everybody they get time to do whatever they seemingly they want to do, so it works better. You know, it, it's not under the the uh, umbrella of TV where they have you know 30 seconds to get a point across, and mm-hmm. it's just they could go. It's funny. This is what I think is weird. Is they have more time to do stuff, but it never feels like time's being wasted. Like I had more fun going to the South Show than watching Raw for maybe the entirety of watching Raw <laughs> of all time. Of all time, yeah. Divas wow. champion Beth Phoenix beat Nikki Bella to retain the Divas title in a catches catch can match. <laughs> Technical and- clinic. And a house show, they were given 38 minutes. I believe if Mark were <laughs> commentating really... the match, the entire match would have sounded like this. Ugh. Oh. Oh. oh, Jesus. I was actually ruining the show for the people around us by commenting loudly on every blown spot, which was almost every move made. God, they're gonna they really had the time to tell a story in the ring, though. <laughs> And uh, Brie Bella got ejected from ringside during the middle of that match. That was very exciting. She's pretty. <laughs> she <is> pretty. <laughs> a U.S. champion Jack Swagger beat R-Truth and The Miz in a three ma- three-way match to... Uh, Mark, what? triple threat. A triple yeah. threat <laughs> To retain the U.S. title. You liked it. I didn't. I, I checked out on this one. I thought it was a real good match. I really did. It was funny. Did uh, Miz drop anybody? He didn't drop anybody this time, not that I noticed, but he did come out at the beginning of the match and he ripped on the Lakers and the Clippers. Oh. He wanted to make sure he covered all his heel bases. Congratulations, Clippers. <laughs> <laughs> You've moved up to be in a, uh, a heel move at a house yeah, show. I know, yeah. right? Uh, isn't that everybody's gimmick to, yeah, yeah. to heel on the Clippers? Um, Chris Jericho beat Kofi Kingston. Man, what can we say about Jericho? One Jericho, of, oh. that match didn't start for 30 minutes. This was one of like my all-time favorite wrestling performances ever seeing live. Jericho. In this and for match. all you listeners who weren't there, I'm sorry. I will describe there. it to you. <laughs> I had to work. It was like Jericho a, was incredible. It was like an old-school Memphis wrestling match where it took forever to start. That Jericho got in the ring, getting cheered the entire time when him arriving, and then he stood there, waited for a section of the crowd to boo him, and then immediately turned on them and said, don't ever boo me again, which then caused everybody in the arena to boo him. Uh, awesome. <laughs> Followed by someone throwing a roll of toilet paper at him, and then he him got being it. incensed, holding it, looking around, and then finally saying, who threw this at me? <laughs> And, again, the crowd being incensed, threw it back into the crowd. Then another crowd member threw it into the ring at him. Just so much fun. So good. Milking every moment for what it was worth. This is actually, this was the high point and the low point for me during the show because the third time when that toilet paper roll went back out into the uh, stands, somebody handed it to a security guard, and I saw him. He saw me see him hand it to the security guard, and I was yelling at him across the heads of the National Guard. I was yelling, narc, narc, narc. And I thought the, the National was- Guard? That was the National Guard that was yeah, there? Yeah, the National Guard was there. Oh, my God. Oh, uh, they were at reserve. This oh, whole right, sequence right. probably was about 30 minutes or maybe more. And if it were 30 minutes, I mean, like, the entrances, Jericho working the crowd, and the match. And if it were 30 minutes, probably eight of it was actual wrestling. The rest of it was just Jericho 
on the mic and improvising with the audience, like the kind of stuff you could only see at a house show, and he was awesome. It was oh, everybody started chanting Kuleto, which means asshole. Yeah, and he says, I don't know what that means, <laughs> but if you're chanting it about me, then it's got to be pretty good. So, <laughs> so they chanted it more. He was accepting it and very happy, and then eventually the Kofi tells the ref, and the ref tells uh, uh, Jericho, and then he does the classic like, like silent what? movie, no. like whoa, don't say that about me. That's terrible. <laughs> No. Uh, then there was an intermission after that. Uh, WWE Tag Team Champions Primo and Epico beat Santino and Mason Ryan to retain the tag titles. Maybe the less said about that match, the better. <laughs> then John Cena beat Kane in a last man standing match. And the little three-year-old boy in front of us really liked that. He stopped watching when Kane was on the uh, was on the assault. Well, he had I don't know if you noticed, but he had John Cena and Kane action figures with him. So during the earlier uh, matches... Mark, was I a, assure you I already knew that. <laughs> was during, that a voodoo child that was controlling the match? Maybe. During all the earlier matches, he was like fighting his John Cena and Kane guys against each other. So that was what he was there for. And then as soon as that match ended, his they parents... Just, they, they took got, him out of there. Yeah, his parents grabbed him and they got the hell out of there. Yeah. Did his Kane action figure have the mask on? I don't. I didn't look that closely. Because that one's worth. You know what was that really, one's worth more. You know what? <laughs> I wouldn't I have wanted to Brett, see him bang it. You oh, would brother. have. You would have thought this was very interesting. He didn't take them out of the packages. He just had them <laughs> in the packages fighting <laughs> each other. Oh, hit them back and forth. Yeah. Smart kid. <laughs> Smart kid. <laughs> then um, WWE Champion CM Punk beat Dolph Ziggler with Chris Jericho as the special ringside enforcer to retain the WWE title. Mark was so depressed because Vicky Guerrero was not there. Well, I mean, I think uh, you expect two dancing girls and a Vicky Guerrero at a yeah. house show. Hey, it's a house there's, show. Mark, there's something wrong show. with that. Uh, there was a uh, fuck, what was it? Fuck Chris Brown chant at one point. Oh, Dude, yeah, 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 yeah. But Punk didn't acknowledge it at all. Yeah, he didn't. And I saw. He was too much, he was having too much fun in the match itself, like yeah. with Ziggler. But real good match, great finishing match. sequence, like a pay-per-view level finishing sequence. Mm-hmm. That and the Jericho segment were worth the price of the ticket alone. For like, sure. It was so much fun. You guys were in the sixth row? Yeah. Yeah. Sixth row from the ring? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and we awesome. watched someone get spit on. Wow, wow, that's good. <laughs> but fantastic That could have been show. us, guys. Yeah. We could have been spit on. Here, Steve. <laughs> You're I welcome. got it. <laughs> Well, guys, I got some bad news for Goldust. And, oh, uh, Wait, you you want to break it to him? Yeah, well, I'm sure he's going to listen to the show. And the news. Is uh, listen to the show, or is he in the green room? Oh, you're kidding! He's yeah, here. Yeah. He's in the green room. Yeah, oh. he slept here. Oh, that's sad. <laughs> yeah, I told him he should come by, and then he was like, he needed a place to stay. Oh God! Well, Hulk is and he... him are playing in crazy eights. Yeah, Hulk. Well, well no, it's. Uh, we should point out also that it's Oscar weekend, and parking in Hollywood and Los Angeles in general is awful. It's absolutely awful. Yeah. And Goldust is from Hollywood, so he mm-hmm. needed to make this recording. He had to sleep overnight at the Comedy Podcast Network headquarters. Shattered Dreams Productions is up for a few Academy Awards today, aren't I they? I believe so. Oh, yeah, they did well, the special effects work on Hugo. Why don't we buzz Hulk Hogan, <laughs> our receptionist who works part time at our headquarters, and see if he can send Goldust in? And I've got to talk to him about WrestleMania. All right, all right. Hello, dudes. Hey, Hulk. Bros. Hey. Yeah, is Goldust out there still? Uh, yeah. Let me check. Yeah, he's here. Okay. Hey, look, Hulk. Uh, we want yep. you to send him in, but before you do that, big screen television you got us from Renta Center. Mm-hmm. It's on the fritz already. Yeah, it is. What? Uh, it happened in shipping. What do you mean? 
I, that well, thing looks, the big, I mean, the Hulk, big that thing red. I'm sorry, Hulk. Hulk. It sounds like you didn't have your cup of coffee this morning. Yeah, I haven't had it yet, bro. That coffee maker's broken as well. Did you sleep here I did. tonight as well? Yeah. You and Goldust slept here. And Brutus the Barber Beefcake. No. <laughs> All right, listen. Just send in Goldust. Okay, Goldie, go. Thanks, Hulk. Hey, Goldust, how are you? Hey, guys, good to see you. Touch that shoulder, Mark. Oh, wow. Rub that hair, Scott. Oh, hey, Brett, good to see you. What's up, Goldust? Frame your face with my hands. Uh, <laughs> Goldust, could you give me just a second? Uh, guys, I don't want to make this weird, but Goldust, he slept in his makeup, and it's all smeared yeah, all over his face. Scott, don't able... tell him. Okay, I won't. Like I won't. crying. Oh, jeez. He looks like a drug-addicted transvestite version of himself. Hey. Which is weird, because he already kind of looks like that. <laughs> Listen, Goldust, I've got some bad news for you about WrestleMania. Hey, this is a great TV. Look, I'm on TV. I'm inside the TV, because it has those three lights, and it's just a big projector inside yeah. of a box. That's the big screen TV that Hulk yeah, got Yeah, we got it from Renaissance yeah. Center. Not a flat screen TV. No. Big screen TV. Yeah. Classic big screen. Uh, <laughs> but uh, listen, Goldust. <laughs> you have touch, some stuff on touch your... Touch that shoulder, oh. I know you really wanted to uh, have a match with your brother, Cody Rhodes, at WrestleMania, and you were lobbying for it, and it seemed like it was going to happen, but it turns out that that's not going to happen. You're not going to face Cole, Cody Rhodes at WrestleMania at, after all. And it looks like you may not have a WrestleMania match at all. Not even on the card, huh? Probably no, not. No, not even no. a bit backstage, maybe with no. Mae Young? Ah, I doubt no, it. Probably not even a lumberjack thing, to be no, honest. Oh, come on. I love being around the sweaty guys. Probably suit. won't even be a, a battle uh, post-show battle royal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No dark match. Oh, come on, guys. Don't you want to see this? Oh. 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 Look, I'm like an otter that was in a smelting plant filled with gold. <laughs> ah. ah, zip up, will you please? Yeah. Oh, up or down? Oh, up, 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 up. Oh, I got something. Oh, I got something. <laughs> oh, that's oh. awful. Ooh, I zipped through it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Your makeup's smeared like you've been sleeping in it. it I've been crying. Oh. I've been crying because I want to have a match with my brother and my dad at WrestleMania. Do you know who's getting your spot oh. now? Oh. Big Show. I could fit inside him. <laughs> I could wear a Big Show like a big suit. Ah. Ah. I'm sorry. We're going to have to ask you to leave Goldust. No, this is creeping us out. I'll go, but as I'm talking, as I walk backwards, I just want to let you guys know it would have been a great match at WrestleMania. We think so, too. Okay. Cool. Oh, well, he could... Not. Lay out in the waterbed for a while and relax. Yeah. Guys, look at all bed. this paint and gold that's on the table. In tears. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys. Um, shattered dreams. Well, you know, as we always say in the show, we're all comedians who live here in Los Angeles. And we do a lot of improv and sketch comedy. And Scott and Steve, you guys uh, host a show here in uh, Hollywood. And uh, that's actually called Saturday Night's Name Main Event. It's on Saturday nights. And so... You guys named Second it. City, you guys Hollywood, named it. 9 yeah. p.m. Yep, yeah. You guys One named of the it other after reasons the... WWE can sue us. The, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> named it after the famous wrestling well, show. Well, it's but... a M-A-N-E event. <laughs> we used to all have long hair. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, John Morrison, who joined us here on the uh, on the podcast recently, uh, he's been doing some improv comedy in L.A., and he, he improvised in your show last night. Yeah, he performed in the group uh, Scoop Slam along with Josh Tariff. Uh, I believe okay. I'm saying. Yeah. Tarif? Tarif. Tarif? Ta- they had a great show. Yeah, they had a great show. They have a really fun uh, forum where they, it's it's like a wrestling show. They're asking the fans to boo and cheer throughout it, so it gets so them really interactive and they cut and promos, up. and then they'll do scenes and then cut more promos, and the audience goes crazy for it. Yeah, 
Yeah, a lot of fun. And then uh, Bro Squad, who hosts the show, Bro Squad 5 that hosts the show, Steve and myself are in it, along with a producer and a president of Comedy Podcast Network, Phil Ranta is in it, and Lehman Parker as well, and we had a great time at the show. We tore the house down, literally. We literally tore the house down. We broke down the doors, uh, we kicked him in, <laughs> Steve ran into him, drop kicked him, ran through it. And, uh, I should point out that saying drop kick is really like they were like shin drop kicks. I yeah, can't sure. get any sort of altitude whatsoever. <laughs> well, there's going to be a lot of photos and we're going to post the photos on our Facebook. So the only way you're going to be able to see them is if you go to our Curtain Jerks Facebook page, facebook.com backslash Curtain Jerks. So you got to make sure that you like that page in order to see all the chaos and mayhem. That and you ensued. can finally find out what we look like. <laughs> And I think that Morrison did really well. He oh. did. He did great. He did exceptional. Yeah, it was a great show. Like, all around, the whole night. And Tuskegee Experiment as well, who we should say as well. The it's an improv performers. group and yes. not the horrible atrocity that happened <laughs> in the U.S. military. No. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, Morrison was really funny. He got a lot of laughs from the audience, and mm-hmm. I think he had a good time, and the audience really loved seeing him do comedy. Again. We hope to have him back, and we hope no. to do the show again. That uh, It was a great time. A lot of fun. Cake and pizza. Well, guys, the moment you've been waiting for, Stone Cold Steve Austin has noted in his blog that he's filming a new movie called The Package in Canada. (laughs) And uh, obviously a remake of the Gene Hackman, Tommy Lee Jones film, right? And uh, he will be featured in a love scene in the movie. Never mind. I know why it's called The Package. (laughs) He said, quote, I've got to take a break from killing people and do an intimate scene with my movie wife. It's nice to finally be in a movie where my wife and children haven't been brutally murdered by the bad guys in the beginning of the movie. <laughs> now he's going to get a six-pack of Keystone Light and work her over a little bit. <laughs> oh, That's why no one wants to play his movie right. right. Uh, yeah, we die in the first three minutes? Okay. Um but then he must have been feeling kind of uh, pansy-ish about it. Because then after he said, tomorrow we turn our... Tomorrow we return to our normal programming of killing people. Killing more bad guys, to be exact. Not to give any, away any spoilers, but we ain't killing them with kindness, folks. Lots of ass whoopings going on. You know, he didn't have to go to violence. He could have just been like, and I'm going to fuck her good. I'm going to fuck her. I'm going to movie fuck her good. He could have just said that. The masculinity prowess, he could have picked either one. Violence or sex. He should have gone with sex. Well, I hope the next movie is called Killing with Ass Whoopings. <laughs> that sounds Cut right awesome. To the point. <laughs> I thought Wade Barrett had a, a, a funny tweet the other day. You know, he broke, he dislocated his shoulder in this elbow. <laughs> elbow. <I'm> he dislocated. <laughs> what a funny tweet. He said shoulder, but it was his elbow. <laughs> oh, 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 the English English oh, comedy. God, yeah. it's it's like the it's like the original uh, BBC Office. It's like it's the so Python. good, yeah. so good. Dislocated my shoulder. <laughs> They had this train wreck of a battle royal on Raw where everybody was like getting injured one person after another. But then Wayne Bar- Wade Barrett got pretty pretty hurt. And then after his arm was all jacked up, he's laying on the floor. And then Santino flew over the top rope on his broken elbow, which was like, uh, oh, you idiot. <laughs> Did anybody see this? You guys are all looking at me like you're hearing no, this no, for no. the first time. <laughs> I was just hoping that they all get switched around. This happened, right? I didn't dream it. Okay. All right. Anyways, he tweeted. Uh, why that... is your, why is that tweet written in crayon on your paper? What? <laughs> he, he, <laughs> he tweeted, don't shed any crocodile tears for do me. Do it as an Englishman. Oh, I don't know if I could do, do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. Don't shed any crocodile tears for me. 
I could still give every single one of you a good slapping, even with only one arm. The biggest downer is that I was scheduled to face Papa Shango this year at Mania. That's up in the air now. Hashtag hexed. For a minute there, I thought that was Sir John Gilgood. <laughs> that was incredible. <laughs> My God. Uh, Tour de That's Mark. for you folks for Oscar weekend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what about Vince McMahon? Every once in a while, they, uh, you know, what is it? Once per quarter, they have to do this conference call for investors. Does that uh, sound like And it just it becomes fodder do it in for an the English internet. Accent. And, <laughs> and the um, WWE CEO, Vince Do it Ma- as an Australian this time. <laughs> WWE CEO, Vince McMahon. What? That's, even, that's more high society British than, the, uh, than your Wade Vance. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Hugh Jackman. <laughs> I expressed a great deal of optimism about business for WrestleMania 28. Optimism, Wrestle- a do. <laughs> WrestleMania 29 during Thursday's conference call with investors. Investor rinky dink. <laughs> Without How about Russians. Without citing numbers. Ooh. Yes. McMahon claims. Did this get cold in here, guys? WrestleMania 28 will do best business in WrestleMania history in terms of all measurements. He said WWE plans to encourage fans to carry over from WrestleMania 28 to 29 next year. One line is Andre the Giant. Uh, <laughs> which they will believe, they believe will top this year's event in Miami. And then with the, like he just took a helium balloon. McMahon noted their long-term goal is to use former big-name stars to spotlight new emerging stars. And now like Scott Narver. <laughs> it's the end of the story. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I bring the I end to everything. I couldn't hear what he, any of that. I was just really concentrating <laughs> oh, on the voices. I'm going to bother repeating it. <laughs> no, but That's it's, how all the conference calls go, right? Triple H there whispering in Vince's ear. They've like, got to hate like those conference now. calls. They've got to hate those conference calls because then it's essentially they release all the information. You get all the, pe- uh, the pay-per-view buy rates. And everything, and then you have to hear their plan of attack, and it's just fodder. It's just absolutely you can pounce on any of it. I guess I don't, you know, I don't know a ton about business or how business works in terms of private companies versus public well, companies. When you live around Harvard, I'm not surprised. But what, <laughs> but there seemed to me to be no marked difference in the way WWE was run when they were a private company versus now being a public company. Mm-hmm. They just Vince McMahon just runs everything and does whatever he wants. They just got a lot more money for being public. I mean, are they beholden to investors, shareholders in some way? They certainly don't seem to take anyone's input or on any of these calls. Well, the the thing that I did gather from that meeting is that the WWE. Oh yeah, were you on that meeting? meeting? I was there. You were there on the meeting. Oh, I was. That WWE Studios is in a bit of trouble. Yeah, they did say that. So, do you own WWE stock? Uh, yeah, I majority stockholder. (laughs) (laughs) No, I don't own. I had a WWE stock. You Back do? when it was WWF stock. Oh, was it? No, when did they go public? I think they were WWF still when they went public. I bought stock because I thought I wanted I wanted to support them. And what happened to it? I sold it because it went through the fucking floor. <laughs> <laughs> but you, like, even no matter how much stock you own, you get a, like, uh, a booklet. Like, this huge portfolio. It's like... WWE is a blah, 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 multinational, blah, 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 blah. Wow. They, they didn't even blah, 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 fill so. in the details? Yeah, Jesus. it was, like, it really was just pictures care. and then fake text. 
but I don't think you have to be on that call to know that WWE Studios is in trouble. Yeah, but I think they're saying like there wasn't too much inside information there. They like the next couple of movies they already have in post production or something, and then if those don't work, then they're gonna get yeah. They did say that. I'll state this right now, guys. If they give me six hundred thousand dollars and my pick of the mid card, I can get WWE films back on. Back on pitch track. us, pitch us your yeah. movie. Yeah, what wait. are you gonna do? All right. Uh, I believe I an earlier at an earlier podcast I uh, I suggested the film Satansaurus Rex, which is about a <laughs> satanic dinosaur that comes from a different dimension, sure. and the only way to battle it is to go back in time and get a barbarian to fight him in the streets of New York. Who are you casting? Who do you got? You said mid card. Mid card. You said yeah. you said mid card. No, just I know, I know. I'm just uh, posing the question back to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know any other names. Somebody throw a card. Kofi Kingston. Kofi Kingston. Boom. Ted African DiBiase warrior Jr. from the past gets brought back. But Ted DiBiase is the cop who's got to take care of him in New York City. <laughs> shot in Louisiana. Great. <laughs> How about Mason Ryan and Santino? Okay. Uh, Mason Ryan. <laughs> Two cops. <laughs> I guess they don't have enough uh, terrible buddy cop movies. When I say terrible, I mean terrible. As in fantastic. <laughs> Two cops that I had to take, uh, uh, take on a uh, legal guns, uh, gun smuggling circuit that's inside of the circus. Trent Beretta and Kurt Hawkins. <laughs> I don't know who those are. <laughs> Jinder Doesn't Mahal matter. and the Great Khali. <laughs> okay, uh, it'll be a documentary that takes place in India where they go to New York for the first time, but they shot in Louisiana. <laughs> hey! Hey, you've sold me on all these, Yeah, pal. yeah, great. You should pitch this shit on the next uh, conference the, call. On the next conference call? With the investors. I guess conference call isn't really. I think you just would listen. You say, yeah, yeah, I was about to right? say it's all. It's all. You're everyone else is on mute. You don't I, get to speak. It's all recorded. Well, the uh, Forbes magazine, believe it or not, in I well, don't you used to pick those up when you lived outside of Harvard. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Forbes magazine and throw did them a, away because did they a, were littered around the campus. They did a long and completely legitimate story about the Iron Sheik. This past week. That's how they label their articles, right? Long and completely legitimate. <laughs> yeah, no, it's just so bizarre that they did a real story about the Sheik and his Twitter account. That is weird. But they did. So it is really the Sheik on that ca- account. It I claims it was... that it is in the article, but I don't buy it. I don't think that's yeah. him. There's no way that's him tweeting that. Unless shit. he's telling somebody else to tweet it, because I can't imagine that he would tweet that well. No, I don't I can think imagine, he would. I can imagine someone tweeting for him, but it's like, you have to say this verbatim. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I put the whole article up on our Facebook.com slash Curtain Jerks, but um, it was hard to re- to try to choose what excerpts to pull out of it for the show here today. Sure, yeah. <laughs> but I think uh, these were <laughs> this are the parts that I guess I found funniest. Is they report this as if this is like a super legitimate news story, what he <laughs> tweets. You know, it's like, Slow news day. Sheik has looked to reinvent himself by using his Twitter to call out wrestlers such as Hulk Hogan and the Ultimate Warrior. As well as comment on news of the day, including the death of Whitney Houston, Chris Brown's physical assault, assault of R&B singer Rihanna, Rick Santorum, and New Jersey Governor Chris Christie. Many are X-rated, not safe for work comparisons of celebrities to human appendages and threats <laughs> of carnal activity. Described as a return to the old country way, or simply calling them out on being what he perceives as bad. Man, Forbes takes the fun out of it, you know. Well, they also don't. They also mention about how he's a he's a, such an entertainer that his non his asides at the end when he answers a question, he'll just make a statement about pop culture. It's that he wants to entertain. 
they do say something like that. They they try to even quote some of his tweets here, but they have to like you know black a lot of it out to redact it. I guess it's like, <laughs> that's because you got this article from the Freedom of Information Act. Right? <laughs> his most common threat is to humble those that he doesn't like. A list a list that he considers never ending. Quote: I humble anyone who doesn't respect legend. I sell out the Madison Square Garden gold medal. Fuck the piece of shit garbage grasshopper dick ultimate warrior. The Hulk Hogan and the idiot no good the Virgil. The Sheik <laughs> then went on to describe various female movie stars he also wished to humble. A man of great energy at 69 years old. <laughs> well, so I, I'm wondering weird. if it's maybe the context when he says humble. Like when he says when he's talking about female celebrities, I imagine him go humble. But when he says it about all the other guys, he goes humble. <laughs> and for. The listeners out there, Steve did a turn of the finger when he did it that time. Why don't we just ask the Sheik himself? I think I still have his number. You do? Yeah, yeah. yeah. We haven't had him on the show in a long time. I know, I know. I get to dial. It's weird. All right. All right, dial. Good job, Steve. Hey, look, it's an international number. I'm not done yet. Oh, just because he's international? Scott, now I've got to start over. That's racist. (laughs) What? He's lived in this country for 50 years. Yeah, he probably has a cell phone from Orange County. Cell phone. Maybe from Orange County. Well, now I've dialed too many numbers. What's the area code for Orange County? 949. <laughs> okay, it's ringing. Okay, okay good. The, uh, the phone, the fuck, the... Yeah. What is this? Sheik? Sheik. Uh, hello, what the... Who Sheik. The, who the fuck? Hey, it's the guys from Curtain Jerks. <laughs> the Curtain Jerks. Uh. Yeah, yeah. It, this is Brett, Mark, and Steve, and Scott. Ah, uh, Brett Vaginal. Well, close. <laughs> close. It sounds like vaginal. <laughs> the vaginal. Uh, the bread is got the arid in the vaginal. I smell you from here. All righty. The sticky vaginal. Right. What do you call me, chic baby? Number one. Uh, Cheek, you, there was a big article of, about you in Forbes magazine. Did you see it? The Forbes magazine with all of the millionaires and the chicer millionaire, chic number one. Yes, sir. How did you feel about the article? I fuck uh, Steve Jobs in the ass and making him a hummer. Topical on Twitter. No, he passed away. I'm a Twitter man. That's very topical on Twitter, yeah. Who's this? Oh, uh, this is Mark. Marker, marker, marker what? Mark, Mark Warzeka. Marker Warzeka. Mark Warzeka. Yep. Mark Warzeka. Yep. Yeah, you got it. You got it. Look, Sheik, we were wondering if there's a... Mark fucking me as a fucking humbala! That's actually what I want to ask you about. We were wondering if there's a difference... In the in the way you use the word humble, like when you're saying it to, to guys like Ultimate Warrior, does it mean something different than when you're speaking about beautiful women? Grasshopper Dika Warrior. Yeah. Oh, and I fucking mean his ass and make it a humble warrior. It's like a fucking ass and make it humble. <laughs> when I speak it to the women, like I Wendy humble. Houston. Who the fuck is this? Oh shit. Who's Steve, this? Who's Steve this? Sears. Where's Steve Sears? Yeah. Hey, it's good to see you, Sheik. I mean, talk to you. I'm looking at the phone. What is this? <laughs> what is, is this a B. Brian Blair? You faggot, no good son of a bitch. I don't understand. <laughs> when I talk to the women, I make humble very nice. I bake oh. I light the candles. Yeah. I tweet them very good. Uh-huh. And I lay down a rose petal and I fuck them in the ass, make them humble. Oh. <laughs> That's that what I said. Softer. I said it was all in the yeah, context. Yeah, yeah. Yep. yep. I'm a tweet. I'm a tweet man. I tweet all the time. I'm a number one tweeter man. Yeah. Cut angle, no tweet. 
I tweet. Yeah, Kurt Angle actually does tweet. No! What is this? Who are you? It's, it's Steve. Steve Steve Brian Blair, fuck you! I don't, I you don't know what that means. You think you're a jumping bee, I sting you, sting you in your ass. <laughs> Look, Sheik, Sheik, we gotta we gotta let you go. We're running out of time. I let here. you go! I'm a champion! Congratulations on your first article. He hung yeah. up on us. Oh god. Well, yeah, I don't know. Wow. Guys, I think that went great actually. I think so too. I think so too. I, I'm glad I didn't say anything. Wow. <laughs> um ornery. We really are almost out of time here, guys. Yeah, but I think we had some uh some lister questions from Twitter. Is that true, Scott? Yeah, we do. We, we have an a couple minutes left. We have an influx of people asking about John Morrison to come back on the show. Great. Again, Tweet him at, at the real Morrison. Uh, let him know that you enjoyed him being on the show. Uh, there was a lot of fun having him on the show. So if you want him back on the show, that's the best way to go about he doing it directly. He won't listen to us. No, he won't listen to us. <laughs> yeah, he had a lot of fun on the show. But yeah, specifically you know. last night, he put his finger in my face and said, I'm not going to listen to you. <laughs> <laughs> he inserted it in your face like Mulram going through yeah, the guy's chest. Yeah, I'm up to way, I'm up to way, I'm up to way. But we have from uh, Neil Edwards here. Uh, yeah. Uh, at Simply Neil one uh, will Hunico's bicycle chauffeur Camacho ever get recognized as Haku's kid? Oh, Camacho—that's his name. Yeah, I we had a, we had a long uh, sort of Abbott and Costello who's on first conversation at the Raw House show about the differences between Hunico, Sincara, Primo, Epico, and the guy who drives that bicycle. <laughs> yes, <laughs> Scott and I did. I, I wasn't there. You I say did. comedy routine, I say racist. <laughs> it certainly it certainly was borderline. <laughs> so this is news to me. So Camacho is Haku's kid? I guess so. Wow. So he's Wait. not Mexican. He's Samoan, kind of Tonga-esque area. Yeah. Right. All right. So uh, I'm going to say no. They are not going to acknowledge that. <laughs> that yeah. I guess not in his gimmick. current gimmick. Yeah, yeah. Right? They blow the gimmick. They can't do it in his current gimmick. No. Unless that's how he, that's how he uh, escapes the gimmick. But, Steve, you say that I'm racist for that. I say the WWE is racist for, okay, so they've had the Mexicools right out on Juan Deers. The lawnmowers. Oh, yeah. They have him riding on the bicycle. Yeah. And then there was some something else too. What oh and Eddie in the low rider. Like that's Vince's we lie, idea. We of, cheat, we steal. Yeah, hilarious stuff of like uh we'll have Mexicans riding in vehicles all the time and like that's how they get over. No, nothing. I'm not touching that. Alberto touch Del Rio's it. Touch really it. expensive touch cars, it. though. Get Goldust in here to touch it. Get Goldust in here to touch it. Hulk, Hulk. Ah, yes. ah, did somebody say touch it? Touch it. Ah, yeah. yeah, I'm touching you with that piece of my scrotum that's stuck in my zipper. I'm all touching right, it. Right, that's yeah, it. Yeah, We're yeah. out of time yeah. on the show. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. And thanks, as always, to... Um, well, all our listeners, plus Meredith Spivey, our producer here at the show, Phil Ranta, the president of the Comedy Podcast Network. And Goldust. Yeah, thanks, Goldust. I'm not leaving this room until I get to touch everyone with my scrotum. I'm going to tase him. <sighs> thanks to the Pro Wrestling Torch. And the no! Oh, my balls. And the Wrestling Observer, Figure Four Online. Those are uh, great news sources that we get a lot of our stories from. And thanks to Pro Wrestling Torch for, for publishing all our results from the Raw House Show. Not the, all of them the other day and uh, well uh, for Curtain Jerks I'm Mark Borsacco I'm Steve Sears I'm Brett Canell I'm Scott Narver check us out at facebook.com slash curtain jerks twitter.com slash curtain jerks and join us next time thanks bye bye gold dust For more funny stuff for your eyes and ears, go to ComedyPodcastNetwork.com.